You want me to say the first word? I do want you to say I, I, the first well, word. I want you to say the first word. I like you bringing me into I it. I feel like I always say the first words. I like and that. I, I wanted to give you an opportunity. I don't like the first words. I'm a last words kind of guy. I, I put the nail in the coffin, you know? Well, then you can you have the last word. That was it. it. You had the last I had word. the last word. You had the last word, and that's it. End it's of done. show. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's it. That's you said it. The end of the show is right the now. There it was. Right. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no. I did not say that. So we have we have ambitious goals today. Crazy goals. I'm excited. Um, the past few episodes, we've recorded only one episode. Yeah. The first three episodes, we recorded at once. Yes. Sat down marathon. Yeah. Great and, marathon, And too. the third episode... Was our best episode. I love that episode. It's, and yeah. I, I sent you a screenshot, but I was looking at submitting it for a Webby Award. Yeah. Uh, as a single podcast episode. There's not a good category, because I feel like comedy is the easy category to put it in because mm-hmm. I, th- I mean at the end of the day i think we want this podcast to be like funny it's entertaining we're looking at it this isn't a true like analysis of literature and right like, yeah we're, we're both like nick cannon we're hilarious exactly yes well said thank you thank you but i was looking at, like the, the <laughs> there's an arts and culture podcast category as well but in it, it says, like, everything relating to, like, fine arts, film, culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say literature. And so oh. there's no, like, there, there's no category for literature. So yeah. I didn't really know where to put it. But regardless of which category, it is $395 to submit an entry. So what you're saying is people need to up it up on Patreon so we can get famous. Yes. Yes. That's exactly what yes. I'm saying. If we want to win this Webby... Uh, it is $395 to submit an episode for a Webby. And if you want to know the episode that Sean is talking about, this is Landslide, folks. This is episode three. Go back, re-listen to it. Keep re-listening to it and get that uh, that listen count up there. I liked Landslide. I also liked last episode, chapter 13. I don't even remember what chapter... Th- oh, that, yeah. Startling That's discovery. the best art, too, of the season. You think so? I do. I loved it. I, I died. That was the first time... With that chapter art, that was the first time that I've... Uh, done a sketch and then like faded it real light and done a proper sketch over it because yeah. I feel like that's where I struggle in most of my drawings. Most of my art is like you're just free balling. Well, it's scale. Like I'll draw a face and then like I've got to fit little hands and the details of whatever yeah. in, and then I've got this huge head. And you in the love middle. drawing tiny hands. That's the I, thing. I do big heads, tiny hands. But it's not that I love drawing it, but that's just how I draw because I don't leave room. I always start with the eyes and yeah. build from there. And so this offered me, like, I sketched out the whole sort of where I expected things to be. And then based on that, faded that out. And then on top of that, I did an actual more thoughtful, well-sized, like, I mm-hmm. saw what needed room where. Yeah. And, and I built it thoughtfully. And it's beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. I still think some of your watercolor work uh, stands out as our best. Uh, I think... Uh, Joe, or I'm sorry, Frank leaning at a 45 degree oh, angle God, to see yeah. the bloody hat. <laughs> yeah. That's a highlight. That's that's my favorite, I think. Actually, no. The, the chapter 12. With, with the buttocks? The, with the buttocks. Yeah, the good buttocks, dude. I spent a lot of time on those buttocks. Yeah, it's it's well done. Thank you. Thank you. I wish I would have put more highlights on the buttocks. Um, but Hindsight. You know, we all hindsight, wish we could yeah. go back. Yeah, I truth. wish that I had colored the door in the last one. It's The door is just left white. And I should There's have made doors. it a wooden door. There can be a white door. There's white wood. No, this is in the time of... Like, <laughs> bleach didn't exist. Like, they didn't have yes, white fabric dead. back then. Everything bleach was just was linen. Bleach was a thing. It was just linen. No, bleach was a thing. 
It's in wells. You find bleach in wells. Really? No. I, didn't think so. <laughs> I would hope not. I mean, we would be drinking bleach. Well, maybe that's how we clean it. Hey, I eat Tide Pods every day. Delicious. <laughs> they say eat the rainbow, right? Eat the rainbow, yeah. Colors are healthy. Yeah. It's, uh, more it's a new Kellogg's. It's just called Pods. <laughs> <laughs> corn Pods. Corn Pop. Po- corn Pop. Man, I can't say that. Yeah, I corn- just changed Pops to Pods is what yeah, I did. I corn switched pods. a letter. I just want to say Pops every time. It's Corn fine. Pods. I got it now. I got it. I'm proud of you. Yeah, thank you. I'm not. I'm not proud of me. That took me too long to get there. So we're setting aside essentially an entire day today. Yes. To record three episodes is our goal. Yeah. And for me, I'm hoping that we are just delirious by the third episode. We'll be delirious. And that we get it to a tier that we don't get. Yeah. When we just come out swinging. Well, we get sharper. We've always said our first episode that we record is tangent heavy. Yeah. But as they go on, we get sharper, more focused. We're yeah. like eagles at that point. And I feel we're like, like war this... eagles. We're like war eagles. Uh, a battle hawk? A battle hawk. I like that, dude. Hell yeah. Like the it's St. Like battle Louis... toads, but with hawks. Have you heard of the St. Louis battle hawks? No. It's the XFL team coming to St. Louis in 2020, baby. I don't even know what you're talking about with that XFL. That's Vince McMahon's National Football League. Are you serious? Yeah. When did this happen? Uh, it's just starting up. There's like Instagram ads all over the place, but the St. Louis Battle Hawks. Oh, There's how do we join Louis this team. team? Can we try out? I don't see why not. <laughs> I think we should try I'll out. I'll keep an eye out for the. Uh, you let me know for the Instagram. Click here to try out button. <laughs> yeah. But we got good war cries. Battle Hawks as we are, we've got chapter fourteen now. Chapter fourteen now. Chapter 14, captured. captured. Oh, that was nice. That was good. Yeah. What's funny to me, so we talked about this at the end of the last episode, but I accidentally looked at the title of this chapter when we finished the last chapter. Yeah. And it's hilarious just how quickly, like, because the last chapter ends with, like, they're on one side of a door. Yeah, and on the other side of the door is a corridor with some rooms in it where they're they're hearing this threatening conversation happen. Yeah, and at the end of it, it turns out it's like, "Hey, you better cooperate, Hardy, or else my name's not the Snapman." Like it's this ridiculously cliche reveal moment. Yeah, that's how you reveal someone epic. Someone we already know is the Snapman too, which is great. Yeah, yeah, this has been foreshadowed by a (laughs) hunch for twelve chapters leading up to it. Yeah, yeah, but then so like. They haven't even gone into the hall yet to, like, try to rescue their dad. Nothing. They're yeah. just outside hearing this conversation. And then the next chapter <laughs> is just called Captured. Yeah. And spoiler alert, similar <laughs> similar to some of my my favorite chapter titles from the first book, what this is referring to is, like, the last sentence of the chapter. Oh, yeah. It is the very like, last sentence. This is... It's... Sh- there's so many better titles for this chapter that would have discussed all of the things that yeah. happened because there's a ton in here. It's one of the best chapters we've read this so chapter. far. I loved yeah, it. It's got great material in it. So to know the whole time, like oh, it's going to end in gonna, capture. It's going to end <laughs> with the boys not being in charge. Uh, yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. To he me. just didn't care anymore about titles. Like you know, I don't give a damn. What, just what call it the, captured. Oh uh, yeah, this is the one where they get captured in the end. Yeah, yeah, we'll call it captured. <laughs> Fine. What's the one? What's the one where uh, they've got? There's like a speedboat chase with hand grenades, um, and then they rescue a guy who's drowning. Landslide. Landslide. 
Well, he was listening to good music at that point. (laughs) He's on a Fleetwood Mac kick. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So when we last left them, the boys are on the other side, and they hear... I want to get the line right. I think you had it. There was a pause of a few seconds, and then suddenly he shouted, and this is what they're hearing through the door. Write that note, Hardy, or you'll be sorry. As sure as my name's Snatman. Dun, dun, dun. That's a good line. My last name is Hotley. Yeah. And there's there are people that call me Hotley. Mm-hmm. Most people call me Sean or Colonel. But even if I did go by Hotley, to say, like, as sure as my name's Hotley is weird. Yeah, you'd go by Sean. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'd say, like, as sure as my last name's Hotley. <laughs> like, I'd throw that in there. Well, that, that used to wrench in the whole thing. Right. Can't add that. And so Too many words. It's, it's just a, a weird thing to be like, as sure as yeah. my name's Snapman. Like, Heck, your name is Felix, I believe. Yeah, your but Felix, Felix sounds, it sounds too nice. Snapman sounds dangerous. He's like the snapping turtle. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? He's the snapping well, turtle. Why not, why not have his name be like Snapman Williams or something like that? Or well, that's an awesome name, dude. Snap, I like that name a lot. Snapman Jack. What's your name? I'm Snatty Williams, dude. What's up? <laughs> But then you could be like, as sure as my name's Snapman. And if Williams. that's your actual name, cool. Yeah. If, if you're like, if it's a nickname, yeah. then this whole concept of like, as sure as my name is Bubbling Joe Williams. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not actually that Bubbling sure. Bubbling Joe. Dude, I'm pretty pop, proud of uh, Snatty Light. Snatty Light's good. I think that's awesome. I think Snatty Light was definitely the bell of the ball. Any party he went to, you know he walked in with beers, right? Yeah. The Snapman? Snatterday. And he all, did you say Snattery? I said Snatterday. Snatterday. What day is it? <laughs> it's Snatterday, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. That's like a thing I right like now with Natural lot. Light, where they're calling it Natterdays. Oh, uh, I don't know. I, just, I, I like to think that you just completely came up with that. Snatterday is a thing now. And You're I welcome. can't wait till this Saturday to post something on Instagram saying Happy Saturday. Saturday. Out of context. No one's going to know what it means. But we'll get 10 likes. Yeah. Maybe 11. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the account's been struggling. But, yes, it has. Uh, but I think we're, it's, it's due for a renaissance. It's due for a comeback. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. We hit a, a weird stride of getting into spam accounts. So we were getting a lot of likes and yeah. a lot of follows. And then that stopped. Those are handy. Those are great. Who's cutting the grass? Don't they know we're recording a an award winning podcast? I was going to say an award nominated, but we can't afford <laughs> to <laughs> yeah. even submit. <laughs> oh, life goals next year. Uh, so here we are. Joe gave a start. It is Dad. He whispered hoarsely. He found the smuggler's hideout, and I'll let. I've got several things to say just yeah. on this first sentence, but you I can go too. first. Well. The only thing that I wrote was, or, or, they found him. Yeah. According to, <laughs> according to the story in Clues, yeah. he was kidnapped he was in captured. the middle of a highway <laughs> where they found his bloody hat later. Yeah. He didn't, he was he didn't the come home. upon the hideout. No. No, no, no. He is a prisoner. That's, it's, that was drugged and then dragged that's to the, the hideout. That's, this is saying the glass is half full when the glass <laughs> is empty. Like, your father's a prisoner of war. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, he, he found the enemy's hideout. No, no, no. 
That is no, not no, no, what no, happened no. here, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Your father is uh, woefully incapacitated right now. <laughs> he found the smuggler's hideout. Yeah. Oh, that's not what too happened. much. Great way to start off. Frank nudged his brother warningly. Not so loud, Frank yelled. <laughs> I just want to do a, a whole series of videos uh, where, where the video shot is just a door. Yeah. But then you can hear these mu- the muffled dialogue the on the other the side. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, a, there's a part later where I actually wrote a little bit of dialogue uh, into the margin that I imagine the boys saying on the other side. I so can't wait tuned. to hear this. Really build up the anticipation, because it's going to pay off. It's going to be good. Uh, the boys' worst fears were realized. Their father was not only a prisoner of the smugglers, but also his life was being threatened. I've been threatened. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, these two things are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you're a prisoner of smugglers, then your life is in danger. Yeah, you don't need to add that. It's The word... Like, but also? (laughs) Wait, wait, there's more? You mean he's not a prisoner of smugglers and doing great? (laughs) With with all sorts of bright prospects on the horizon? (laughs) Cool career advancement opportunities? It's Saturday for the smugglers. And this place is probably looking nice. They've got Japanese silk. (laughs) Oh, I have a great Japanese silk reference in here, too. I'm so happy you brought that up. This episode is full of us being like, oh, wait. Wait in a minute, I'm going to say something real funny and yeah. cool. <laughs> Nothing's going to be as good as we're building no, it up. No, it doesn't be. pay off. It's bad. It's always bad. It is soon, though. I think if you go back and listen to the third episode, Landslide, with our glowing recommendation of our own work, you're yeah. not going to enjoy it. So instead, just stumble upon it organically mm. and not because we told you to. Yeah. yeah. I like there we that. go. That's good. No expectations. So take like an hour tonight to stumble upon it organically. Yeah. Uh, and make sure you listen to the Season whole thing. Season two, episode three. Yeah. On any podcast app. Stitcher, Google Stitcher, Podcast. Google Podcast uh, Apple Podcast. Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. Th- just Our those. Dropbox account. I can send everyone the password. Oh, yeah. We can send you the link to the Dropbox, which has all yeah. the raw audio. For most of the episodes. I For most like of I, the episodes, I yeah. don't have like the first 10 of the first season in there, but all the like uh, logos and artwork are in there. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. Just so give them if away. you want those, uh, shoot us an email. And we'll get you that Dropbox. That's hardyandsonspodcast at gmail.com. That's right. Write that note, Snapman demanded. I won't write it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Fenton Hardy replied in a weak but clear voice. In my head, though, that's how I read it. And then it came up with weak. I was like, no, Fenton wasn't weak with that. He was very old English proper. No. <laughs> no. Not writing it one bit. Then once again, we get the chief persisted. <laughs> I didn't even know Why him. did Stop we call him the chief? The chief? <laughs> Snapman, the boss. Is it, cause he's, is it because he's swarthy? Because he looks like he could be Native American? Is that what they're going for by calling him the chief? I'm So, maybe. But you've you've bought the original racist version of the book. Oh, my God. I'm excited to go back and see some of the... Uh, some of the descriptors uh, yeah. to see. We've made some some that tongue is a Native American sounding references. name too. Uh, yeah, the snapping sort of turtle. Is. Ooh, yeah, Ooh, a tortuga. Tortuga. All right, Pirates of the Caribbean. You calm down. Oh, well, I was going for uh, 
Oh, what's the one where Danny Trejo's head is on? Oh, is that Breaking Bad? Yeah. Danny Trejo's head is on the... The turtle? Yeah, they call yeah. him Tortuga. Or oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. It's I'm okay. a pirate's man. The chief persisted. You heard what I said. Write it or be left here to starve. So, like, the next mm. page and a half is just them arguing about... Snapman wants him to write a note, and Fenton Hardy is refusing. Yeah. Which... We'll, we'll visit this a couple times, but I don't know why he won't write the note. It makes no sense. It's he the has, dumbest threat ever, too. Well, and he has a system of basically saying, like, ignore this note if my yeah. if my special... Well, he already wrote a note. Exactly. <laughs> He's done <laughs> it once. Like, who cares? Write another one. Get a hamburger. Yes. Yeah, or whatever you good. want. Wink face. Yeah. Like the snap man's about to turn into the snacksman if you give him some <laughs> if you give him some writing. That's where he gets that other nickname from. <laughs> but he, he t- turns from the chief to the chef. <laughs> chief Poyardee. <laughs> just gonna add now. You want me to add now to my nickname? Add what? Oh, I meant take away an eye. Oh. It was a dumb joke. From I heard Nye and I was thinking Bill chef. Nye. Oh, before you're still started, thinking of the Bill Nye thing? Before we started ta- uh, recording, we were talking about Bill Nye. Yeah. Oh, well. What a king. I will say, I really like, uh, Snapman has this great line. He said, you'll be ready to sell your soul for a drop of water or a crumb to eat. And I was like, damn, that's deep. But this is coming from a man who has probably sold his soul so many times. Like, as a smuggler, yeah. you don't, I feel like you've given up most of your reputation, uh, like... You've sold a lot of yourself mm-hmm. for money. Um, and so I feel like it's easy for him to be like, you'd sell your soul for a crumb just because he sells his soul probably multiple times a day. Yeah. Every time he's like, when someone brings silk to him and he's like, no, you're not going to get credit for this sale. Like he's, he's betraying these people and mm-hmm. that's, that's selling your soul in a way. Yeah. I don't know why this whole time all I could think is I bet Snapman has uh, really crusty lips. <laughs> Yeah. Right? Because he's always at sea and he's always in the sun. I bet he's got really chapped lips. So, like, any whisper in people's ears, you just kind of hear the crunching. The crunching of the lips. This this cowboy rides up to a bar one day and gets off his horse, ties it up outside, walks around at the back of the horse, lifts the horse's tail up, Mm. and just starts smearing his lips on the horse's butthole. Yeah. Smearing his lips, getting them all up in there. Yeah. And then uh, puts the tail down and walks inside. <laughs> and the the bartender, uh, you know, he's like, hey, can I have a beer? And the bartender's like, yeah. I got to ask, partner, what? I saw you get off your horse. You got off your horse outside, tied him up. And then I watched you just smear your lips all over the horse's butthole. Uh, what, what? What is that? And the cowboy's like, oh, buddy, I got me a bad case of chapped lips. And the bartender's like, but chap lips, does, does that help? Does that help the chap lips? And the cowboy goes, not really, but it sure keeps me from licking them. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thanks for sitting through that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of horse puns the entire time. Like, where's this going? Yeah, it wasn't going. It wasn't your typical wide yeah. long face. That that low hanging. Yeah, fruit. I like the this was long more, face. This was way dumber than that. <laughs> I won't write it. Look here, Hardy. 
We're not asking very much. All we want you to do is write your wife that you're safe and tell her to call off the police <laughs> and those kids of yours. They're too nosy. And again, he already did this once. Yeah. Just I do it again. don't get why you wouldn't do it again. Yeah. Especially, I guess it's alluding to he's been there for a few days now. He's pencil thin. He will get to it later. I don't want to spoil anything. But, you know, he has no energy, nothing like that. Like, just get a drink of water. Just write a note. Just be like, what's up? I'm good. Bye, fam. Yeah, and if he is – so this is all this is all being told by sound through the door. Like, this is being told from the boy's yeah. point of view. We don't know where people are standing. We don't know the layout of anything. We don't know what Fenton Hardy looks like or his position in the mm-hmm. room. We come to find out that he is tied up uh, on, like, laying flat. Which is odd. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll get to it in a little bit, but but why why wouldn't the snapman be like, tell you what, I'm going to give you some water and some food, and then you can write the note. Yeah. And I feel like you'd win them over. It's a Stockholm Syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that is. When the captured... Yeah, when you start... Or when, when the captured start to yeah, and then you uh, fall sympathize in love with, them. with yeah, the, the yeah. captors. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, you could play into that a little bit. Yeah, win I would do over. that. Snapman's not good at manipulating people, though. He's not a very smart person. No. Yeah. No, as we will come to find out in many ways. Also, if I was Fenton, I would have a secret code. Besides just the dumb, like, uh, I didn't write this. What is it? He doesn't, like, draw an emblem or something like that? There's some mark that he puts under his name. I would, like, Morse code up that mug or something just to give coordinates. Or write something like, I can't wait to give you 356 flowers and 14 kisses. (laughs) (laughs) Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Uh, I wrote a paper in high school. Yes. uh, For Mr. Wreck. And I'm just going to assume that this will never make it anywhere and no one listens to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, But I I wrote this paper and afterward, and I, I... I wrote, I would say, objectively, poorly. Mm-hmm. It was too flowery. A lot of dead wood. A lot of, a lot of overkill. I wasn't a great writer. Still yeah. not a great writer. And when I turned it in, he told me I had to redo it. He said I plagiarized it like I had used a thesaurus uh, and that I hadn't written it just on my own. It was like a page and a half paper. It wasn't mm-hmm. a big, like it wasn't a huge thing. And I was like, what a dumb. I, I was really upset. Yeah. Uh, and so I did rewrite it, not using a thesaurus. Uh, and it took me a lot longer to write it the second time because I made sure that the first letter of every line, if you read down just the left margin of the page... Oh, my God. It read, Mr. Wreck can kiss my ass. <laughs> Did he ever me... find it out? Nope. No, I, oh. I got an A on that paper. You're damn And I right. wish I had it somewhere because I kept it for a while like this with his, <laughs> with his say, like, you know, A, good job, much better. Uh, on this piece of paper that clearly said Mr. Wreck and kiss my ass if you knew where to look. Yeah. But to my point, that's what Fenton Hardy could could be doing in these notes of saying, like, I'm not okay down one margin. Yeah, that's genius. Yeah. I love that idea. It's not, not tough to do. Yeah. Also, that Mr. Wreck paper sounded like a real disaster. Terrible. It's not funny. Is that a wreck joke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it was, not good. It was R E C K. Not W R E C K. So that Mister Rex story was a real pile of poop because it's more like rectum. 
Oh, I was going to say reckless. Oh, I was going with rectum. But still bad. Still bad. Whatever it is, Keith we should Mies, move on. Somewhere out there, Keith Mees is shaking his head no. And here we go. Uh, so, yeah, write the note, Hardy. Stop being, stop being a hero. Um, Sooner or later, someone is going to trace me here, came Mr. Hardy's faint reply. And when they do, I can tell them enough to send you to prison for the rest of your life. Ooh. This starts getting everyone in the, uh, like, yeah, area nervous. Yeah, there was a nervous. sudden commotion in the room, yeah. and two or three of the smugglers began talking at once. <laughs> oh, my God. We're talking at once. We're talking at once. We're talking at once. <laughs> We're children. <laughs> We're, We're children. children. <laughs> Do you want to take Snapman here? You're crazy, <laughs> shouted Snapman. But there was a hint of uneasiness in his voice. You don't know nothing about me. I know enough to have you sent up for attempted murder, mm. and you're about to try it again. And that line is hilarious. <laughs> because <laughs> attempted murder, I, maybe that's Bill Jones that he's referring to. He is, and, and I think. The, the grenade yeah, the grenade. In the boat. But this is also someone who could kill you and threatening yeah. to like have them... Uh, charged with attempted murder. Yeah, I'm going to tell if you let me really out. a really good incentive to kill someone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At this point, if your options are he uh you, he leaves and you get charged with attempted murder mm-hmm. or he doesn't leave. I And Fenton's over here saying, "You should probably kill me because <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone when I hobble out of here." Yeah. A weak and broken At that man. point, too, why not just write the note and do it as in, like, hey, these people kidnapped me. I'm chill. They're about to feed me for writing this. I'll be home soon. <laughs> yeah, odds are these guys can't read. Yeah. <laughs> just write it in Spanish or something. That's not a bad idea. Yo, no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Tango that's, Elgato that's and Spanish I'm fine. You can tell the kids to stop looking for me. Okay. I believe we you. We trust you. Mis cuplianos. <laughs> what, what are you trying to say? Phillies <laughs> <laughs> Navidad to you and yours. This Snapman is just like, yeah, I know a little too. <laughs> Yo, Kiro Taco. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're too smart, Hardy. That's all the more reason why you're not going to get out of here until we're gone. He keeps softening <laughs> these threats so much. Like, that's one reason you're going to die, yeah. maybe, but you'll probably get out of yeah. here. Just we need to leave first. <laughs> Got as it, long as buddy. we're gone, you can leave. And then you'll be fine, probably. And we're not going to twist your arm anymore, and there's some irritation cream on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> There's some Ben Gay for your tight yeah. muscles on the bureau. Yeah. We love some saltines and some American cheese. It's, it's dry down here. There is some moisturizer <laughs> in the second drawer. And Take there is a horse with dung on his buttocks <laughs> for, for your, your lips. lips. It all comes back. It's not to say, use the moisturizer. You don't want to end up swarthy like me. Yeah. I wish I had had moisturizer. 
Look at my tiny arms. <laughs> Look at my... I can't even reach my lips with chapstick. <laughs> He's moisturized, but just in like the six inch radius around each of his hands because he can't reach any further. <laughs> Swarthiness is in a very distinct line just out of the radius of his tiny, tiny reach. Dude, I imagine he's like an overcooked brownie. You know how they just get all crumbly? It's his skin. He just got dinosaur scales. Except except in the small radius where his hands can reach. Yeah, the sweet, smooth, just shoulders beautiful and... skin. Yeah. He's got great shoulders. He really does. Unbelievable. Soft fingertips and wonderful shoulders. Ah. Yes. So uh, if you don't cooperate, you'll... Oh, sorry. Uh, you're not going to get out of here until we're gone. And if you don't cooperate, you'll never make it. Mm. Our next big shipment... Our next big shipment's coming through tonight, and then we're skipping the country. If you write that letter, you'll live. If you don't, it's curtains for you. In which I thought, are these curtains made out of Japanese silk? Yeah, it's curtains for you. Ten bolts of Japanese silk <laughs> curtains are for you. You'll Just live. Just for you. They're you'll wonderful. Live. Yeah, you're going to be in luxury, I, my friend. I promise. We're not going to use them. <laughs> yeah. We We've made you an decorated. oversized suit with them, too. Just our way of saying thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is an awesome line, though. Curtains for you. Damn. I thought this was a, a very Bond villain mistake. In that, like, you've got someone captured. Yeah, just kill them. Well, not, not just... I mean, not killing them is the mistake that you make. Yeah. But beyond that... Telling them the timeline of your plan. I feel like that's what always happens in yeah. lame movies of like, well, you're just going to sit here tied up in that chair with that very, very thin rope while we wait <laughs> for two trucks, which are going to come to the north door at 10 p.m., and then those trucks are going to load our drugs, and then we're going to leave at 10.15 p.m. and make it to Brussels by 11.20. It's like, that's... Why did you give me all the details? And so this... The shipment's coming in tonight, and then we're skipping town. Like, yeah, don't tell to, them. Don't that. tell them yeah. the shipment's coming. Yeah, just kill him. Yikes! Just, Whoa, just kill him, down boy. Just kill him. But from and a smuggler's point of Japanese view, Japanese silk and throw him into the ocean. Yeah, Done. again, this is the twenties. No one is ever going to find out anything ever. Yeah, that's the truth. People don't even swim. Yeah, they don't even know how yet. That wasn't invented until what eighty uh, five. 86. 86. Yeah. The Winter Olympics. The Winter Olympics. Yeah, you're darn too. You can't scare me, Snap. Oh, wait. Frank and Joe were shaken by... I love this part. Frank and Joe were shaken by the dire threats, but they must decide whether to go for help or stay and risk capture to try and rescue their father. And this chapter is called Captured, (laughs) and I just thought, we know which decision they make. It's the one where they're captured. (laughs) Thanks for laying it out. Thanks for letting us see both choices in the chapter called Captured. They could could choose to be not captured or captured. (laughs) Which one do you think they chose? Oh, God. This is one of my my favorite bits you do is the room is bugged. And to me, this is one of those moments. And this is Fenton. You can't scare me, Snapman, the detective said. I have a feeling your time is up. You're never going to make it to that big shipment. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Which also, 
I that was is Snapman talking sewage. like the room is bugged as well. Yeah, everyone is being very, very... Yeah. Uh, Do you think Fenton and uh, Snapman are like, are we working for the same person right now? I'm underco- Are you undercover? This is like the classic Mr. and Mrs. Smith plot. Yeah, exactly. Where they're both hired to kill each other. Yeah, Spoiler. classic. The detective's voice seemed a little stronger, comma, the boys felt. I feel like the narrator was getting into writing this part, and he started to like, feel his inner Fenton Hardy... Start yeah, to surge, dude. yeah. Start to throb, and then he's, he's, he's writing his own, like the detective's <laughs> voice seemed a little stronger. Oh, I should make I should make this something that someone else felt. The boys felt. Let's move right past your comment into uh, Snapman yeah. laughed. <laughs> I thought you were smart, but you're playing a losing game. I warn you. And how about your family? Are you doing them a service by being so stubborn? <laughs> Is he baby talking now? I took liberties yeah. with his voice there. There was silence for 17 hours. Then Fenton Hardy slowly answered, My wife and boys would rather know that I died during my duty than have me come back to them as a protector of smugglers and criminals. This is, what, this is when I wrote the dialogue. Uh, oh yes for what's happening on the other side of the door that everyone can hear and it's joe saying wait no we wouldn't and then you hear like <laughs> a thud of his elbow and franking shut up <laughs> but for him to say like i feel i would feel weird if joe was like yeah die dad <laughs> keep to your morals and die don't I feel write like a, they would be don't too. write a second fake note he remember yeah. He's already done what they want him to do once. Yeah. So morals are if he's like, he's already tried to protect the smugglers once. Yeah. So already not dying as a protector. He he is dying if he dies right. as a protector of smugglers and criminals. This is what happens. Joe's thinking it's all right, Dad. Just die. Everyone knows after you die and you do something heroic, you're reincarnated as an eagle. I'm gonna have an eagle, Dad. <laughs> Imagine rides with dad then Dad just picks you up with his talents And just takes you to school That's a good TV show there, Eagle Dad I wonder if that isn't the inspiration For the cover of The Ghost of the Hardys Oh my god Your biography where yeah. Yeah. David Leslie McFarlane's <laughs> head Or Charlie Leslie McFarlane's yeah. head Is <laughs> just ghosted out behind the boys as they're riding On motorcycles going over ramps Yeah, that's yeah. when they died Protecting smugglers <laughs> I hope that's how the last book ends is they just die on those motorcycles, just Thelma and Louise style. <laughs> Be awesome. Off a cliff, too. That cliff hubris got too insane. They started on a cliff and they ended on a cliff. Wow. That's poetic, wow. dude. Wow. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. How are we doing on time? You want to take a quick break? Let's do it. Take a quick break. Uh, we'll be back in a minute. Hoorah. Hoorah. And we're back. We're back. We're back. You said it first. I said this it first time. this time. Nice. You're welcome. Good. Otherwise, we've Good just been sitting go. looking at each other again for another two minutes. I feel like a lot of times when we come back from break, we go into a little tangent. But we're just going straight I'm in. I'm so psyched about this chapter. Yeah. So much good and things we are about to happen. And we're moving so slowly through it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's so much more to come. All right. Let's skip the rest of this conversation. Like, So there's this, like, are you hungry? Still no answer. I know you are. I'll never write it. So this isn't me skipping it. It's me just plowing through it quickly. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just basically Snapman saying, are you thirsty? Are you hungry? 
But so, all right, come on, man. We'll leave him to himself for a while and give him time to think about it and time to be rescued, maybe. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say that, but that's what but happens. It's implied, yeah. In every plot like this where it's like, well, here's our whole plan. Now yeah. you stay here. We're all going to Are you leave. sure? Is that, are you sure you want us to leave? We have enough guards. We can leave one. <laughs> no. Let's go. Let's just all go. Food is here. Chilies. <laughs> Chilies to go, well, fellas. Baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Chilies. Baby, baby back. back ribs. <laughs> Frank squeezed Joe's arm in relief Ow. and exhilaration. There was still a chance to save their father. All right. How do you squeeze someone's arm in relief? Yeah, I was just going to say, or- what's with all the Indian birds? <laughs> <laughs> That's that, there are people that do that up. though. They like pinch you for like the pinch me, I'm dreaming moment. But they pinch you, and you're like, "Why are you pinching me?" That's not what that. No expression one enjoys means. that. Let me pinch you to see yeah. if I'm dreaming. <laughs> yeah. No. Have you ever had that? Someone does get excited, and they grab your arm and they squeeze it, or they pinch you. Yeah, but but again, that's like in surprise. Like somebody could be like, oh, and they like reach out and squeeze you. Like that's happened. Yeah. But this is to squeeze someone's arm in relief. Like, oh, squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> What's a stress odd, ball situation? You just want to touch someone at that well, point. Well, yeah. Well, let's be honest. Footsteps, Joe's got great forearms. Footsteps echoed as Snapman and the others left the room and walked through the <laughs> corridor. <laughs> Finally, the sounds died away and the door slammed. <laughs> Good. Thank you. We better wait a minute. They may have left someone on guard. The boys stood still, listening intently. But there were no further sounds from beyond the door. At length, Satisfied that his father had indeed been left alone, Frank felt for the knob. And then I wrote, Joe moaned. Oh, oh, Frank, wrong knob. <laughs> I just, I don't. Disapproval. I don't, I don't hate it when you do that. I just don't at all want to participate. I don't want to stifle your creative expression. I don't want to stifle your ability to find what you want to find in this book. I just don't want to have... You don't want to partake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't feel want, I don't. I, I'm I already, I guess, technically a party too. <laughs> I just don't want to be a full-on accomplice. I will say this is the most risque this uh, show has ever been is season two. Yes, and We've it's long, the ante, long, and it's long. Two-season history. Yeah. One and a half season history. <laughs> Noiselessly, he opened the door about an inch. And then peered into the corridor, which was dimly lighted from one overhead bulb. There was no sign of a guard. There's no guards. And then we get this strange thing, which takes me back to when they first went through the secret tunnel in the water into the opening. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. No, you do this. Three doors opened from the corridor. (laughs) Two on the opposite side from where the brothers were standing and another at the end. I would have assumed they were at the end. Yeah, I would have too. This I had is, to reread this little yeah. section here about four times. I just wrote in the margin, not helpful. <laughs> yeah. this, is, this is not helpful information. You could say there were three doors, but to be like, you know, opposite from where they were standing and another at the end. Yeah. Oh, well, where are they a corridor. At? There's two ends. Yeah. So if you're going to say the end, it implies that they're standing at the other one. <laughs> yeah. Because if they're in the middle, you can't say the end. Because there's two of them. Oh, man. I don't know. Franklin. Sloppy writing. The passage... Of, well, I don't want to read this whole thing. Um, but so they... they there's like they planks find all Fenton around, Hardy. right? What? 
There's just like planks. Yeah, it's like a wooden the floor, floor. And ceiling beams. There's one, stuff that we don't need. Details yeah, I was gonna that don't say the best the one is there was a crude table and several chairs. I was like, thank you. I was very nervous that there wouldn't be a crude table and several chairs. They pushed open the door of the almost dark room and peered inside. And when I read that, I wanted to think like the smugglers had been dabbling in photography and they were, this was almost the dark room. Yeah. They were going to make this where they developed the photos, but they ended up doing it elsewhere. Um, So they call this the almost dark room. (laughs) (laughs) They pushed Uh, open the door of the almost dark room and peered inside. And what do they find inside? They find their dad. Do you want to explain how they they find the crude table and several chairs? Oh, yeah. That's a given. And And the dad's not on either of them. No. In one corner stood a small cot. On it lay Fenton Hardy, the world-famous detective. (laughs) He was bound hand and foot to the bed and so tightly trussed that he was unable to move more than a few inches in any direction. Now, that note we're going to come back to in a minute. And it's hilarious to me. I can't wait. It's hilarious to me. The the decision that was made uh, on the next page, hilarious to me. I cannot wait, but I have to ask. I'm confused at how this man is tied up. He's okay. laying on his back, correct? Yes. So if he's laying on his back, are they essentially saying that his hands are tied to his feet? No. I, I had to read it twice. He was bound hand and foot to the bed. So not hand to foot. Oh, so arms are spread out yeah, his, like his, a holy man. And the that, feet are spread out. And he's tied like, oh, okay. I or thought they were saying he was like a together. turkey to where his hands and his oh, feet I gotcha. were tied together. Like hog-tied. And I was like, yeah, you... hog-tied. To where I was like, that's an awkward – like think of this whole conversation they just had with the snapman of him tied like a hog on a small yeah. cot. And that's a – With a few chairs That's an entirely different power dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so uh, he was bound hand and foot. Um so tightly he, wouldn't, he wasn't able to move. He was flat on his back, staring up at the ceiling of his prison. On a chair beside the cot was this. a sheet of paper and a pencil. Evidently, the materials for the letter Snapman had demanded he write. And I wrote, how? <laughs> He's bound hand and foot to the bed. I'm just going to leave you here with this. <laughs> and he puts the pen in between his toes or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not gonna or in come. his mouth. Just See, and I thought this would be a good opportunity – for them to untie the dad but leave the ropes so it looked like he was tied and then have the paper the With boys an actual note well the boys could write like think gotcha. fast idiot yeah and then fenton hardy could like as he's wait how did you write on this but <laughs> uppercut i love that idea actually it's like look up they get there Ooh, and yeah. on the note it just says look up and they look up and it's just joe like a little spider monkey goes gotcha Ask Fenton Hardy if he has an ice pack for your face. (laughs) Fenton, do you have an ice pack for my... Bam! Mint. Yeah. He was under his dad the whole time. (laughs) Uh, Then I'm going to read this sentence. Oh, what they do? They they cut a hole in the bed, right? And Fenton's legs go under the bed. And they put Joe is under the bed. And he pushes his legs through the hole. (laughs) (laughs) And they do a magic trick where they separate. They do the magic trick. Yeah. (laughs) Fenton Hardy just bluffs super hard Go ahead, cut me in half (laughs) Wink (laughs) So stupid Dad, Frank and Joe cried softly Um, I think it's supposed to be like Dad, Frank and Joe cried softly But I'd like this to be two separate statements Dad, Frank and Joe cried softly (laughs) 
The detective had not heard the door open. Mm. But now he looked at his sons in amazement and relief, but did not squeeze their arms relief, <laughs> for his hands were bound. You're here, he whispered. Thank goodness. And this, this like state of mind that Fenton Hardy is in, mm. where he's so, somewhat delirious, like unable to write the note, all this stuff, I think it's funny that if this were me, I wouldn't want my sons there. Oh yeah, It'd like be it's incredibly dangerous. Like they've got guns. They're like this is oh, was, this is a bad yeah. place to be. I'd be like, hey, you're here. What the hell are you guys doing hey, here? Get out of here. Leave me here. Get out. Go. Go. Get out. The shipment comes tonight. Yeah, I'll I thought you were talking about tomorrow. it was like a Pulp Fiction, the Gimp situation, where Bruce Willis walks in and Marcellus Wallace has like he's yeah no also I, hogtied but yeah. yeah. No, I just. But meant, you're like, right. Yeah, thinking of dangers, like not embarrassment of here I am all. And so if he tied is, up if he and... is elated to have his sons there, yeah. How did he not write the note? Just write the just, note, yeah. man. Yeah. Why? He's not gonna write that. I'm not writing that note. <laughs> Gave it to you once. I'm not doing it again. Can't write. I tell note. you what. My hands once. are tied. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're gonna get to that in a minute. How about you write it. I'll sign it. The boys were shocked at the change in their father's appearance. Normally a rugged-looking man. Fenton Hardy was now thin and pale. Mm, mm. His cheeks were sunken and his mm. eyes listless. He hasn't eaten for a whole six hours. Which, which in, in Hardy's, Hardy's time. time. Yeah. A, That's years. Uh, we'll have you out of here in a minute. Hurry, the detective begged like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Those demons may be back any minute. Yeah, Fenton Those Hardy is delirious. demons, yeah. Oh, my God. What are you seeing, Dad? The man with the red horns and the pitchfork. You know, they don't know. Snapman, the tiny arms. Snapman could have been wearing a mask every time he came in the room that looked like demons. Oh. And from the outside of that door, they would have had no idea. Yeah. And so he could have literally thought that they were demons. Or Fenton's just racist because the Snapman really is Native American. Oh, those savages might be back. <laughs> yeah. Jesus, Fenton. Dad, <laughs> enough. Nope. This land was once great. Oh, God. <laughs> Fenton. Then they had the land first. Not in my America. Uh, Frank pulled out his pocket knife and Fenton. began to work. Okay. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to read this very I love carefully. This. I'm yeah. not leaving out any details. <laughs> yeah. And no, this, I know you underlined a part in a minute. Yes, I did. This is unrelated to that. Oh. Frank pulled out his pocket knife and began to work at the ropes that bound his father. But the knife was not very sharp, and the bonds were thick. So Frank is starting to free his father. Mm? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just want to put a pin in that. Yeah. Frank has approached his father to start working at the bond, bonds that tie him. Yeah, he's sawing at it with his dull knife. Yeah. Um, okay. You, you can go. You can have your next little piece. We'll come back to mine. Yes. Joe discovered that he did not have his knife with him. It probably slipped out of my pocket when we undressed on the Napoli, he said. <laughs> In which dad just does like this slow turn like, <laughs> why, were you, why were you boys undressing? And is, is the Napoli what, <laughs> what Tony calls that stolen boat? <laughs> yeah. Is that my boat that was stolen a few weeks ago? Mine's gone too, Mr. Hardy told them. Snapman took everything I had in my pockets, including concentrated <laughs> emergency rations. Have you anything sweet with you? I want to Google concentrated emergency <laughs> rations to find out like what protein powder he was eating. Doing in the yeah. late 20s. 
Um, and I don't remember this this next detail from earlier. I don't. Yeah. But Frank pulled out the candy bar from his pocket and held it. So he feeds this candy bar to his dad. Uh, and, you know, Mr. Artie could take a large bite of the quick energy food. What? But also, what candy bar, yeah, though, candy, is quick energy. And, and why not say Joe pulled out a candy bar? Yeah. Not the candy bar, which makes it sound like we've established <laughs> yeah. that there's. Hey, you guys remember that candy bar? He pulled it out now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was no never established. Candy bar. Also, it's like it would make sense if it was like Joe pulled out a Cliff Bar, or a granola bar, or something yeah. like that. Joe pulled out a Power Bar he picked up from Twenty Four Hour Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Joe had some nutritional supplements still on him yeah. from his workout in the here. Old, dad, take some post workout in the gymnasium that used to be a garage. Dad, notice you're starting to look like you're catabolic. I'm gonna get you anabolic. All right, I'm gonna hit you hard. I'm gonna hit you good. Dad, you're going to start on creatine. You're going to do it now. <laughs> yeah. And it's all right. It's not like steroids. Floods <laughs> the, the muscle with water, and water's good. All right? We're going to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. <laughs> Get you there. You can have a little bit of a belly. Sure. That's water rate. You can pee it out. Joe, what happened to your voice? <laughs> Why do you have a weird bro accent? I don't know son. what you're talking about. Is I'm about to hit up it? sports clips, and let's get this done. I'm going to pop a couple quick reps over here on the cot once you're up, and then we'll bust it out of here. How my hammy's looking, Dad? <laughs> so you want a bite of these? Legs dead. <laughs> uh, so Mr. Artie finished the candy bar bite by bite. Yeah. Yeah, you're starving. That's how you finish something. <laughs> yeah. Also, bite by bite, I would just down that in one. Have you ever been like starvingly hungry? Yeah, but then I eat you slower. I think you oh, eat slower. Well, I think at, at a starvation point, you don't Uh-oh. just want to like. <gasps> oh, like, I do. Inhale it, oh, CPAP yeah. style. I CPAP that shit. Yeah, you know <laughs> it. You know it. Huh? Minutes passed. Okay, so now Joe started to help uh, Frank by trying to untie the knots. <laughs> As his brother is cutting them, at them yeah, with, a knife. with a dull knife that you know is not staying on that rope. It's flying everywhere. Uh, so I, I'm just going to skim here for a second. If you've got anything you want to stop at, go for it. No, but not So for Joe a while. started to help Frank by untying the knots, but he found it almost impossible. Minutes passed. Joe hacked at the ropes, but the dull blade made little progress. Yeah, what would that do? Joe worked at the abstinent knots. Fenton Hardy could give no assistance. The only sound was the heavy breathing of the boy. Obviously, yeah. and the and the quiet beeping of Joe's CPAP, uh, and the scraping of the knife against the ropes. So this whole time, like, if Joe's helping with the knots, we don't know like where he's working and like what Frank is sawing at. Like, are their hands close to the knife? What other? So yeah, I've just given them all my trust that like you're freeing your dad. Yeah, sawing, sawing, sawing at these ropes, and then we get this sentence. At last, Frank was able to saw through one of the bonds, and the detective's feet were free. Like, why did you start with his feet? Why? His hands are... Start with his hands so that he can help you untie his feet. You've done nothing to help. Like, who does that? When someone is bound up, who's like, hey, quick, let me untie your foot first. That well, here's the the big thing too is Dad's been tied up for a while. I've had situations where I've sat down for a couple hours and I stood up and my leg was asleep and I fell down. If you're tied when up, we took a for break at the 35 minute be, mark. We walked around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have circulation. You fall. Mm-hmm. So this is a point where Dad's been gone for what at this point, like three or four days. days. Yeah. Oh yeah, those legs aren't working. 
We'll no. find that out later too. Yeah. But any boy should know that. They know about circulation. They're used to giving wrist massages to Bill Jones. Right. But I just think it's hilarious that like Oh yeah, Quinter terrible start decisions. With his feet. Yeah. Like, oh, he's still he can't defend himself. He can't do anything. Yeah. He you just, just gave him access free. to the one part of his body that currently isn't working. <laughs> oh, Dad always sons, did have great feet though. He does have gorgeous feet. His sons his son pulled the ropes away and began to work on the ones that bound his father's arms finally. Uh, and he reached over with the knife that came, uh, as he reached over with the knife there came a sound that sent a feeling of terror uh-uh. through the hardies. Someone's coming. It was a heavy footstep beyond the corridor door. <laughs> the corridor door. Corridor door. Someone <laughs> someone was coming back, says the narrator. <laughs> Frank worked desperately with the knife, but the rope still held stubbornly. The dull blade seemed to make almost no impression, but at last a few strands parted. And finally, with Fenton Hardy making a mighty effort and Joe clawing at the rope with his fingers, it snapped. The detective was free. Yay! I'm confused. Were his hands bound together like this? I'm guessing his hands were tied to the cot. But So what are they sawing? The ropes. The rope tied to the cot or around his hand? I, I'm, I, I don't so know. So I'd imagine it's double knotted here. At least. How many stab wounds are in his arms, do you think? A lot. <laughs> he could be weak because of the blood loss yeah. from Frank Dad, stabbing him with white. every... Oh, you Stop stabbing artery. <laughs> Nicked an artery, Dad. <laughs> Just like you taught me to gotcha. chip paint flecks off of a car. Remember with this what thing. you taught me, Dad? Always cut up, not across. Oh, geez. Dark. The detective was free, but the footfalls, and I love that word. I haven't heard that word before. Footfalls. Footfalls. Yeah, that is a good word. The footfalls of the approaching smuggler came closer. Uh, Creak. No, on, <laughs> on this next page, this is one of those situations where they gave us an illustration. That's yeah. opposite. So, so we get a page on the it's left. A great illustration. Yeah. Though. Oh, it's amazing. Look at that. You get this page on the left. Yeah. And then an illustration on the right. And the illustration does not happen. The, the action that's happening in this illustration is not what is being written about on the left. It's not what happens until the bottom of the next page. And so they have ruined all of the suspense. Not only yeah. by calling this chapter captured, but by then putting an illustration of this big fight before we have any notice that other people have joined them yeah uh poor layout grosset and terrible Dunlop. layout Queek! <laughs> frank whispered <laughs> by the way i told you this but after rocco's come queek uh, yeah and they spelled it with three e's uh when i do my accounting i say like well let's open queek books, books? <laughs> yeah i like that now we're talking well, let's export this as a queek time video <laughs> <laughs> quick Frank whispered as he flung the ropes aside. I I can't hurry, Mr. Hardy gasped. I've been tied up so long that my feet and legs are numb. But we've got to hurry, Dad, Frank said excitedly. See if you can stand up. That's Frank excited. <laughs> yeah, I was a good excited. I'll, I'll do my best, his father replied, as the boys rubbed his <laughs> legs vigorously to restore the full circulation. I mean, it's the right thing to do, but also these people are coming after you. They're on their way, and you're just going to take a quick break to rub your dad down. 
Put them over your shoulders. Carry him. One grab him by the arms, one carry him yeah. by the legs. Throw him down the stairs. His body doesn't work There's anyways. There's water at the bottom. It'll yeah, he'll be, fine. he'll be fine. Yeah. It's a high dive. Dad's going to be all right here. Just get him out. <laughs> Plus, the water will help out with his bleeding out. It will, it yeah. will ease it. it. Wash his clothes for it. <laughs> yeah. I like These books are written in a week, you said? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven days, one hour a day. Yeah. I feel like right before this book was written, the author went to like, a telescope seminar and then like saw some article about like how to increase circulation because this is like the second or third time that rubbing someone to get their circulation back uh, has been been brought up a plot point. Yeah. Like it's been a turning point for someone, but it's definitely because the author just read about maybe took a sailor's uh, seminar, learned a lot about knots from knots. He also learned about keeping circulation up in case someone is knotted. Yeah. You have to tie a crew member up, and it's like, hey, if a crew member goes AWOL and he's going crazy, tie him up. Just make sure you rub his legs, rub his legs and his arms to get, arms get circulation because he's yeah. not moving. you got to move him for him. We must run before these crooks come, Joe said tensely. Fen Hardy got to his feet as hastily as he could, but when he stood up, the detective staggered and would have fallen if Frank had not taken his arm. Gotcha, Dad! He was so weak from hunger that a wave of dizziness had come over him. He gave his head a quick shake, and the feeling passed. <laughs> I feel like a shaking my head quickly would only make me Make it more worse. Dizzy. Yeah, you get dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he gave his head a quick shake and passed all the way out. <laughs> yeah. Here, Joe, smack me on the back of the head. <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> Hit me with the butt of that gun. <laughs> all right, let's go, he said, clinging to both boys for support. We're we're about to get into the action scene here. We've and got it's a this great sweet one. illustration, which has ruined everything. But there's going to be a fight. Oh, there's going to be a great fight too. It's awesome. So uh, they make it out into the corridor. Uh, they're making their way to the cave, and as they entered it, Mister Hardy's knees buckled, and his sons tr- try to pick him up, and he's like, "You go on, leave me here. We'll come back for you." And then Joe has this like hero moment of yeah. I'm sure all of us can make it, Joe said bravely. As Joe pushed Dad down the stairs. As Joe threw his dad (laughs) into the water 800 feet below. I can't swim. But they they give Joe this moment of like, I'm sure all of us can make it, Joe said bravely in the chapter called Capture. (laughs) Should have left him, bud. Uh, They reached the far door, but the delay had been costly. Just as Frank opened it, clicking off his flashlight, the corridor door, the corridor door (laughs) was flung open and the ceiling light snapped on. Page break. And all I could think was, well, they snapped it on. Because you know it snapped in there, turned them on. Yeah. The cliffhanger is not needed. Frank and Joe had a confused glimpse of the dark man whom they had seen at the pond that afternoon. Mm. Snapman. It says that. That's not me offering my commentary. It says, Snatman, exclamation mark. That's a whole sentence from the, <laughs> from the narrator, not a boy saying it. Uh, Frank and Joe had a confused glimpse of the dark man. Snatman. Two rough-looking companions crowded in behind him. What's going on here? Snatman exclaimed, apparently not recognizing the group for a moment. It's the Hardys! One of the other men cried out. The fleeing trio started down the steps but got no further than the landing when the smugglers appeared at the stairway and rushed down after them. Stop! 
cried Snapman effeminately, jumping down <laughs> the last three steps and whipping an automatic <laughs> from his hip pocket. Yeah. That's a gangster. That's, added in. That's awesome, though. Whipping out his Uzi. <laughs> What's funny, though, is in the next paragraph, we're going to instantly debunk that for some reason. <laughs> whipping an automatic from his pocket. The place was flooded with light. What an odd thing to add there. As Snap, here we go. Here's some action. As Snapman grew closer, Frank crouched for a spring, then leapt directly at the smuggler. Woo! He struck at the man's wrist, which is the dumbest place to strike. Like no, no. Well, obviously. Oh, sorry. He struck at the man's wrist, and the revolver flew out of his grasp. It's not dumb. He just got out of Rex Quando. He knows all about breaking the wrist and walking, walking away. away. <laughs> Grab my wrist. My other wrist. Your other Your wrist. Your other wrist. <laughs> just gonna break the wrist and walk away. But so is it but a yeah, revolver? It is Go it a for revolver or an automatic? Because as I understand it, it's an automatic revolver. Aren't automatic. At best they are semi automatic. Yeah. But also automatic guns don't exist in the twenties. No. And yes, revolvers are never automatic. Yeah. Yeah. So like by it the makes very no sense. nature and design. Perhaps he has two guns. And he just got the revolver this time. Still, still, and the automatics still in the other hand. his automatics. He grabs his wrist, everyone. kicks this out, and the other hand just goes... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. But why not strike him in the head, knock him out? Because he'll drop the gun then, too. But to leap at him, to crouch into a spring, leap at him... And go and for like, the gun. Yeah. Take this wrist. Yeah, he should have just stuck his finger inside that gun and said, Pull it! Now, I am, not, awesome. I am not a fighter. I don't like guns. I've never been in a physical uh, confrontation. I yeah. take that back. I was shoved one time into a wall in an attempt to start a fight with me, and I was so shocked I just stayed against the wall and did nothing. Uh, you, oh, you pulled the hardy. You just froze for like an hour. Yeah. Freaked him out. I was like, man, maybe if I don't move, he can't see me. Yeah. Uh, but other people pulled him away before he, he did anything to me. Um, Tell me where he lives. I'll beat him up. Lives in Indiana. Indiana. I'll go down to Indiana. Yeah. Um, but what? Like, hit him in the junk. Oh yeah, you got to hit him in the junk. That's the first place to go. I feel like as Bite as him. lame as that is. Yeah, you're a kid. That's gonna instantly disable. Yeah, someone. When you're a child, would they're. 17 and 18. Which one is this one? Is this uh, Frank this or Frank, Joe? This is Frank, the older. Oh, so this is Frank. You're scrappy when you're younger. Like, when you fight, you grab anything you can see. I'm sure there's rocks there. I take my shoe off. My brother threw a shoe at me once and hit me right in the nose. I like the throw one, shoes. The one thing I've learned from, from movies and fight, if I were in a fight, yeah. going for the junk. Going for the junk, yeah. And Squeezing. When, I, when I crouch down, yeah. I'm grabbing a handful of dirt, rocks, whatever, and I'm throwing that right in yeah. your eyes. Yeah. Just going right. I'm going to blind you. I'm going to oh, yeah. hit you in the junk, and then I'll hit your wrist. Yeah, the wrist is last. Yeah. And you're doing this all buck naked. Obviously. Yeah. I'm going to crouch no one down wants to touch you and spring the thing. out of my pants. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Bruce Almighty. Just put my arms back oh, and that's my so clothes great. fly off. It's, it's a great what little shot. What an amazing scene. But yeah, bad idea. Yeah. Frank's going for the wrists, breaking the wrist, but Walking he doesn't away. walk away. No, but the revolver skidded across the landing and clattered Shh. down the steps. Frank closed in on the man. Snapman had been taken completely by surprise. Before he could defend himself, Frank forced him against the wall. 
Ooh, man. Which I think is the worst move Frank can do. Well, not in cinematic terms. But it looks in, in cool. fighting terms. Yeah. Like, this is a larger well, man than him. go for his junk. But yeah, like, forcing him into the wall because he's surprised is great. Yeah. But now he's not surprised anymore, and he's much stronger than you, and mm-hmm. he's just against a wall that he can push off of yeah. to hurt you. Kick him in the stomach and give him the pedigree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wanted to apologize. I, I was honestly going to make an Instagram video posted on it of just me sincerely being like, I sincerely want to apologize because in the last episode I said the Shawn Michaels pedigree. And you you meant Triple H. And you had just said a Triple H thing and the pedigree. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, the Shawn Michaels pedigree. Well, it's okay because Shawn Michaels was a part of the squad. Yeah, and he, he had part sweet chin music. Yeah. But I just felt bad that I so confidently miscategorized the pedigree to Shawn Michaels instead of Triple H. Shawn Michaels has done a pedigree in his career, just so you know. I'm you sure. don't have to apologize. Okay. But it's not his pedigree. Well, I don't no. want that credit. Yeah, you should apologize. I feel like he's the heartbreak kid. I feel like we should go back to the Magic House, stand behind that presidential podium, <laughs> and do like an official apology. I would love that so much. Great photos from that. Yeah, that was fun. Great photos. Before, okay. So Joe, in the meantime, with a swift uppercut, had Cayude. Caillou! One of the other men. I've never heard that before. Caillou, it's like, it's Ryu's move. The Caillou. The Ryu Caillou. I thought that was the Hadouken. Well, yeah, he also has the Hadouken, but yeah, he's got the... The Caillou? No, he doesn't have a Caillou. I don't know what Caillou is either. Maybe you hit him with a kayak. K-A-Y-O-E-D. Coyote. I love reading these books because we do expand our vocabulary in fantastic words. I'm going to Caillou someone one day. Yeah, I'm going to Caillou. I'm Cayuing every day. I'm going to Caillou emotionally because I don't want to actually hit you. I'm going to like give you a big surprise. They're like, hey, we got a sponsor and now we can... We can be famous. Caillou. Well, does it does it have to be bad? Because it was an uppercut that had Caillou'd him. Perhaps I can, you know, give you a present that Caillou'd you. That, that's Maybe what I'm it's saying. like a, a I surprise. T- I want to tell you that we have like a big sponsor. Like, hey, we've got fifty thousand dollars to like create this thing. Oh, and you Caillou'd me. Yeah. Wow. I am Caillou. I've, <laughs> I've been Caillou. Sir, I am Caillou'd. You, sir, have Caillou'd me. Uh, and Mr. Hardy, whose strength had partially returned. Was battling the third as best he could. Thank God he had that candy bar. But at this moment, the boys saw their father's adversary dodge to the wall and press a button. Shit. <laughs> in an instant, an alarm bell sounded in the corridor. <clears throat> and for <throat> me, that's where the chapter should end. Yeah. Cliffhanger right there. Yeah. That was Booyah. a great scene, too. Yeah. Yeah. But instead, within seconds, a new group of Snapman's gang appeared. Some held, uh, some had held. As some held drawn revolvers, which, if they're holding it, it's drawn. Yeah. Uh, If you're holding a revolver, we're going to assume it's drawn. It's going to be drawn. It's not rested. Hand on the, you're not gesturing significantly (laughs) toward a revolver. Check this out. Others overpowered the three Hardys. And in the face of the guns, father and sons were forced to surrender and return to the room where Mr. Hardy had been held captive before. (laughs) Within five minutes, Fenton Hardy was bound again to the cot while Frank and Joe. Trust up and unable to move were tied to two chairs. The two chairs that had been set up next yeah. to the ugly table. That's the only time. Thank you for that payoff. It's the only time <laughs> it has ever paid off that sort of scene direction. Snapman has a crystal ball, and that crystal ball told him, you're going to need two chairs. Yep. All right. These two chairs are going to be there. Also, this is the most kung fu movie this book has ever been. To where this entire gang shows up. I wish it wasn't guns. I wish they were all spinning chains. Yeah. 
There, there's a lot that they could have done with this and, and, and expanded. Like, they built to this moment yeah. so much, this fight. And I feel like they could have left us in the fight for a page rather than giving oh, us yeah. a page of, like, hey, write the note. No. Yes. <laughs> no. Rather than give us a page and a half of that. that. Give us a page and a half of, like, he punched him. He got back up yeah. and wrestled him into the... Got him he, in the nards. He got his gun back, and then they, he hit his wrist again. <laughs> yeah. Really, really hard. Don't and, you want to pick up your gun? I can't. Why? My wrist is bruised. I, someone <laughs> struck my wrist <laughs> in the dark. Yeah, a lot of missed opportunities here. <laughs> Tons of missed opportunities. And and that same classic like tension, 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 nothing. Yeah. Actually, no, not even that much tension. Just that, was a, that was fight a, lasted two paragraphs. I don't think tension was even spelled out fully. It was more like tense over. Yeah. But it was cool. It was cool to actually see them in a fight scene against adults. Yeah, they did okay too. Yeah. It's not like they're fighting Herd Applegate who's on his last leg. These are like pirates. Yeah. Who they, they pinned one against a wall, and they're big husky men. <laughs> yeah, was it Joe who pinned him up too, or Frank? Uh, Frank pinned Snap. Did Joe do? Oh, Joe did the swift uppercut. Yeah, he hiyued. He cayude him. Cayude. Yeah, it's okay. I'm say hi. Cayude. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. Yeah, Joe, what a what a treasure. He's finally not so dumb. I was gonna say he's a goon. He's an enforcer. Yeah. He's dumb, but when he gets into the fights, yeah, he goes nuts. Yeah, I would say like. If the, if they had like started to like really wrestle with some, if there was like a girl included in this thing, uh-huh. and like it was you know like they're, they're really getting into it, and it's like uh, some sort of fight, and like this whole underground situation of smugglers, like this this whole hustle they've got going on, like that woman would be. I wonder if we would see that sort of grift queen. You know, I wonder if we would see that grift queen when we get to chapter fifteen. Mike, drum. amazing. 